Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about why smoking is dangerous. Now, before you choose to turn the channel, uh, this is not intended to be lecture-based. Rather, it is uh, provided to be informative and uh provide you with information that perhaps you didn't know. Uh, you, you may continue to smoke, you may decide to quit, but my job here is just to provide information and focus on well-being. So, uh, this podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, seeing a physician or a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's get started. Why is smoking dangerous? Uh, here are some facts to consider about tobacco and smoking and why it is dangerous. For every five deaths per year in this country, at least one is due to smoking. Uh, smoking causes nine out of ten cases of lung cancer. Smoking causes nearly all cases of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is COPD, chronic asthma, bronchitis, or emphysema. Smokers are twice as likely to die from stroke or heart attack compared to non-smokers. Smokers miss more days of work than non-smokers. And smoking is also a risk factor for cancer of the mouth, cancer of the throat, cancer of the stomach, the pancreas, kidney, bladder, cervix, liver, esophagus, uterus, colon, and leukemia. Tobacco addiction is the most common addiction in the United States. So, knowing that, do you have any symptoms now that, or know someone that has symptoms now that is a smoker that you believe are caused by smoking, like a cough, trouble breathing, bad breath, nicotine stains on the skin, nicotine stains on the teeth? gum disease and dental problems, wrinkles. And do you know someone who's a smoker that has a disease or illness uh, that you believe is caused by their smoking, like chronic bronchitis, asthma, COPD, emphysema, heart attack? or other heart disease, stroke, circulation problems like cramping in the legs, lung cancer, other types of cancers, early menopause, a peptic ulcer. Do you worry about that person who is smoking getting a smoking-caused disease or illness? 
let's now jump into what's in cigarette smoke. Many things are found in a cigarette. When cigarettes are made, flavors, additives, and other chemicals are added to tobacco to enhance the smoking experience. Most of the harmful chemicals in cigarettes are released as gases when the cigarettes are burned. Again, most of the harmful chemicals in cigarettes are released as gases when cigarettes are burned, which means there's many different chemical reactions going on once that heat is applied and the products burn. There's over 7,000 chemicals that are produced by cigarette smoke. Nicotine is only one of the 7,000 chemicals found in the smoke of a tobacco product. Cigarettes, uh, cigars, pipes. Uh, nicotine is a drug found naturally in tobacco. Nicotine is highly addictive. When you smoke, nicotine goes deep into the lungs where it is quickly picked up in the blood, quickly picked up in the blood and taken throughout the body. So nicotine affects many parts of the body, including the heart, blood vessels, metabolism, and the brain. The nicotine used in medications is safe because it is monitored by your doctor. So if you are on a nicotine nasal spray, uh, that is safe. It is what we call clean nicotine. And it's also monitored, your use is monitored by the doctor. Uh, so that's just one example. And we'll get into the different medications in uh, a part two of uh, cigarette smoking. So... Cigarette tar is a sticky brown substance that is the main cause of lung and throat cancer in smokers. There are 66 known that we know of cancer-causing chemicals and 400 other known harmful chemicals that make smoke deadly. Some examples are lead, Lead is a harmful metal. Uh, nickel. Nickel causes increased susceptibility to lung infections. Uh, formaldehyde, which causes respiratory and gastrointestinal problems. When you smoke, you inhale, as I said, up to 7,000 chemicals. So we're talking acetone, which is in paint stripper and nail polish remover. Ammonia, which is in floor cleaner, arsenic, which is in ant poison, benzene, which is an industrial solvent, it's in fuel, dyes, synthetic rubbers, uh, butane, which is lighter fluid, uh, key component of gasoline, 
cadmium. It's used in car batteries, carbon monoxide, poisonous. It's a poisonous gas in car exhaust, uh, DDT, which is found in insecticides, formaldehyde, which embalmers use uh, to preserve dead bodies, hydrogen cyanide, poison used in gas chambers, also methanol, which is rocket fuel. Uh, it's found in rocket fuel. Tuline, which is in industrial solvent. Uh, naphthalene, which is in mothballs. Uh, phenol, which is in disinfectants. What I'd like you to consider is just to name three of the chemicals that you were surprised to find are in cigarette smoke that I mentioned. One thing that is noted is many uh, consumers with mental illness smoke. There is no easy answer as to why so many people living with mental illness smoke. Uh, smoking is a complex problem made up of biological, psychological, and social environmental factors. Looking at biological factors, we're talking about physical and brain functions. People living with a mental illness may be at increased risk for physical addiction to smoking. Nicotine may help improve mood or mental functions like attention, memory, or learning, and and some people diagnosed with mental illness, th this is true. Psychological factors, thinking and feeling. People diagnosed with a mental illness may not feel confident that they can quit. People diagnosed with a mental illness may rely on smoking to help them cope with stress. Social factors, people, places, things around you. Smoking is common in and around mental health hospitals, treatment centers, and group homes. People with a mental illness may feel like it is easier to talk with others and be around others when they are smoking. We've talked about mentioning carbon monoxide and what is carbon monoxide? It's one of the most deadly chemicals found in cigarette smoke and it is an odorless and colorless gas. Burning cigars, cigarettes, and pipes all produce carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide is found in air pollution, but the levels absorbed by the body from pollution are very low compared to the amount in tobacco smoke. Carbon monoxide takes the place of oxygen in your blood. The body needs oxygen to survive, and anything that decreases the amount of oxygen causes strain on the heart and body. Over time, the heart has to work harder to deliver oxygen. This puts smokers at greatly increased risk for having heart attacks. Let's talk about the good news about carbon monoxide. 
Although it is very deadly, carbon monoxide lasts only a short time in the body. And the body can eliminate carbon monoxide within two to three days after you quit smoking. So the carbon monoxide level will go back down to the same level of somebody who never smoked, which is zero. So the effect of carbon monoxide is reversible and can get better almost immediately if you stop smoking. There is out there a carbon monoxide meter which measures the amount of carbon monoxide in your body. And this is for people who smoke. A lot of smokers groups will have this to measure how much people are still or not smoking. So zero to eight is normal or very low as far as smoking. That's what you want to be. Over 40, that's severe danger. Smoking is very expensive. We're talking just, I'm figuring about $7 a pack. So, um, did some research. It costs tobacco companies about six cents to make a pack of cigarettes. And smokers pay around, generally speaking, $7 a pack. That means that the tobacco companies make several dollars profit on each pack of cigarettes that you buy, and the government gets a few dollars too. So, that's something to keep in mind. Doing the math, one pack, which is 20 cigarettes, cost about a little over $2,300 a year. If someone smokes a pack and a half, it's a little over $3,500 a year. So if someone quits smoking, they will save a lot of money. Especially if they're on a fixed income, it can be hard to manage a monthly budget. It's important for smokers to think about what they can buy or do with this money. It's a special way to congratulate yourself, if you're a smoker, for being able to quit smoking. So the question is, what can you do with the money that you can save by not buying cigarettes. Shirt, pants, socks, shoes, coat, jacket, jewelry, television, cell phone. Uh, what are, I guess, what are three most important things that a smoker would want to have or something you as a smoker would like to have or like to do? And the approximate cost. Kind of think about that. We know that tobacco advertising affects everyone. Smoking will not make uh, 
anyone a happier person. Smoking will not help us to make friends or fall in love. Uh, light, extra light, ultra light, special mild cigarettes uh, give us the same dangerous chemicals as regular brands. And every cigarette puts dangerous tar into the lungs of smokers. So what about the smoking the light cigarettes? The word light does not refer to how much a cigarette weighs. All cigarettes weigh about the same. Uh, cigarette companies use words like light, extra light, ultra light, mild, and special mild on cigarette packs. They made these cigarettes so that consumers would assume that light cigarettes are not as harmful. These cigarettes were tested on machines and are supposed to contain less tar and nicotine than regular brands. However, people who smoke light cigarettes usually breathe more deeply, smoke more often, and will cover up there's tiny ventilation holes in the filter uh, with their fingers. What really happens, the, the smoker ends up with the same amounts of dangerous chemicals from light cigarettes as they would from a regular brand. So that, that's a little bit of advertising. Secondhand smoke, uh, cigarette smoke is not only dangerous to the smoker, but also to the health of those around the smoker. This is called secondhand smoke. Research has shown that secondhand smoke causes thousands of deaths each year in non-smokers. Secondhand smoke can also cause eye irritation, headaches, nausea, and dizziness. The lungs of young children are also affected by secondhand smoke. Babies and children living in a home where there is smoking tend to have more ear infections, uh, colds, bronchitis, and other respiratory problems than children from non-smoking families. Smoking while pregnant is also associated with low birth weight infants and sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. Uh, the important point to remember is here, when a smoker smokes, it's dangerous for the smoker and to those around the smoker. A couple of things to think about. Who used to smoke around you? What was that like for you if you weren't a smoker? Who else around you is affected by your smoking if you're a smoker? Kind of think about that. This is really something. How are your medications affected by smoking? Many commonly used medications interact with chemicals in tobacco smoke. This results in a lowering of blood levels of these medications. Stopping smoking also interacts with medications 
but in the opposite way, it raises medication levels. That is why it's so important for your doctor to know if uh, you smoke and when you decide to quit smoking. The liver is an important organ for purifying the body. By working hard to remove harmful chemicals and toxins from the body, the liver can keep the body in a normal balance. Even medications that we use to treat disease are removed from the body in this way. Now, uh, tars in cigarette smoke turn on, if you will, a part of the liver system. This means that in a smoker, this enzyme works faster and better than usual. In smokers, some medications are taken out of the body faster than normal. Smokers may need to be on higher medication doses in order to correct this problem and for those medications to work. This is not usually a good thing and can lead to more medication side effects. Important things to remember, the effect of TARS on the liver could result in higher medication doses for a smoker, medications not working as well when you're a smoker, and more side effects from the medication if you're a smoker because you need more of that medication. So these are just some of the medications that are affected by smoking. Elevil, uh, Thorazine, Haldol, Clozaril, Zyprexa, Tylenol, or acetaminophen, Indurol, coffee, and tea. Uh, I always tell people, and I encourage non-smokers to encourage their smoker friends to talk, have the smoker talk to their doctor about their current medications and the effect of smoking. Uh, also, the smoker should tell your, their doctor if they are thinking about quitting smoking, since it can have an impact on your medications as well. Did you ever wonder why are cigarettes addictive? Well, most people who smoke are addicted to the nicotine chemical that is contained in cigarettes and other tobacco products. The tobacco companies want people to be dependent on cigarettes because they want them to continue to smoke. Tobacco addiction is one of the most common addictions and substance abuse disorders in the United States. People can be addicted to other things such as food, sex, uh, caffeine, alcohol, illegal drugs, gambling, sugar, and even exercise. Whenever you do something too much, it can be bad for you. But some addictions, such as smoking or taking illegal drugs, are dangerous anytime you do it. Think about uh, if you're a smoker, when you first began to smoke. 
Did you first try it when you were very young or as a teenager? Were you with friends? Then after you smoked for a while, you did you start wanting to smoke more? Well, being addicted means that whenever you smoke, you want to smoke more. And if you don't smoke, your body begins to crave, really want to have another cigarette. What is tobacco withdrawal? When you don't have a cigarette, you may begin to feel withdrawal symptoms. Many times people will feel this way in the morning. That is because when they were sleeping, they could not have a cigarette. Some withdrawal symptoms are being irritable, feeling anxious, feeling frustrated, being restless, feeling depressed, and feeling angry. Being addicted means that even if the smoker knows something is really bad for you or any addiction, they continue to do it. We all know how bad smoking is for our health, yet people continue to smoke. Well, you, how can you change your smoking patterns if you're a smoker? A lot of people now are more aware of their usual smoking patterns. By thinking about these, uh, the smoker can begin to make choices about when and why they smoke. Although a smoker may not be ready to quit right now, a smoker may want to think about making some changes in their current smoking patterns. These may make the choice to quit smoking in the future an easier one. Instead of smoking with uh, morning coffee, uh, delay having a cigarette until 30 minutes after the coffee. Plan to drink morning coffee in a different room or non-smoking area. Those are a couple of things uh, to, to help you along if you are a smoker. If you're not a smoker, this provides you with some information to understand uh, why people smoke, why people with mental illness are more prone to be smokers and just to to get people thinking uh, about the facts surrounding smoking we will have another episode concerning smoking and medications to help people to quit smoking as well as the types of tobacco that are used. And is there any good tobacco out there? Stay tuned for the next episode. This is Real Life. This is Lisa. Stay well.